This episode is sponsored by our friends at Fujifilm North America. Their X-Series digital cameras and lenses may just give you that creative edge you're looking for in your portraits and events. You'll find everything from 40 megapixel image quality to 40 frames per second bursts, plus unique in-camera film simulation modes and effortless usability. Click the link in the episode description to find the full range. There has never been a better time to invest in your passion, so make sure to click the link. Hey there, it's Nikki Klosser, and I want to let you know about an awesome free giveaway for people on our email list. If you haven't already, click the link in our podcast description or go to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up to get on the list. If you sign up, you'll get a free posing 101 PDF to jumpstart things. It's an epic PDF, so you'll definitely want to get this. Also, just by being in our email community, you'll get deals, sales, and information about any of our upcoming events and activities. So head over to theportraitsystem.com slash sign up and sign up today. You're listening to the Portrait System Podcast. They feel empowered by purchasing something that they love, and you're also doing them a favor. And I've actually had women who I photographed reach out and say, thank you so much. Like, thank you for this. Because it's really nice to see artists who aren't afraid to charge what they believe that their like, time and art is worth. Welcome to the Portrait System Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Klosser, and this show is here to help you succeed in the world of photography and business, to help you learn to become financially free doing what you love and so much more. With over 1 million downloads, countless photographers have taken what they've learned from both our episodes and from theportraitsystem.com, and they have grown their businesses, quit their day jobs, and are designing a life of their dreams. We keep it real and share stories about the ups and downs that come with running a photography business. You'll hear real life stories of how other photographers run their business, and you'll learn actionable steps that you can take to reach your own goals. Thank you so much for being here, and let's get started. Hey guys, now is your chance to check out all of the incredible photography education we have available for you at theportraitsystem.com. For only $7, you will get access to over 1,000 videos, including pricing, posing, marketing, lighting, sales, inspiring photo shoots, self-value, and more. Yes, you'll get your first month for only $7 when you become a pro member, and you'll get access to the full download library with posing guides and workbooks and so much more. Also, this includes a pricing calculator, a studio startup timeline, our weekly live broadcasts, including Sue Bryce's live talks, access to our private members-only Facebook groups, special discounts on photography products, and so much more. Head over to theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7 to get your first month for only $7. That's theportraitsystem.com and enter the code PODCAST7. This week, my guest on the Portrait System podcast is Megan Allen. Megan is a photographer in Vermont who focuses both on motherhood photography and on boudoir, and she marries the two together really well in her brand and on her website and social media. Megan shares with us about her services, including how she has an amazing client closet. She also tells us how she creates a safe space for her clients and all about her Facebook group that has become a great source for new clients. All right, let's get started with Megan Allen. Hi, Megan. Welcome to The Portrait System. How are you? Hi, Nikki. I'm doing amazing. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm excited. I am too. It'll be good. We have, we have lots to talk about. Okay, let's start with just tell the listeners where you live and what you shoot and just, you know, just about your business as like in a nutshell. Sure. So my name's Megan. I am a photographer for women. I started off photographing families, but really just had this sole focus on women and mom and really taking care of her. Mm -hmm. And that actually also led into really wanting to pursue boudoir photography when I opened up my photography studio last year. So it's been just about a year. And prior, I was doing more on-location shoots. Okay. But boudoir has really taken off since I've had my own personal space. Awesome. Okay, so you started as... Like, did you do outdoor shoots or mo just, you know, indoor on location or what was, you know, the, the gist of your business before you opened your studio? Sure. So it's been always outdoor family sessions. Um, okay. I did a little bit of wedding photography, but kind of quickly realized that wasn't, wasn't for me. And I handed over to the torch to the other people in the industry and uh, really just focused on the family photography. Okay. Got it. And where are you located? Right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Okay. Awesome. Okay, so I do. I, I have a question about just 
why you got your studio? Like what, what was it that made you decide it was time to have your own space? Sure. So I feel like, you know, as photographers, it's really important for us to have our space. We need that Mm -hmm. quiet time. We need that creative outlet. Sometimes we need to detach from home, detach from just kind of the everyday, you know, what we see every day and just have that Mm -hmm. creative outlet. So for me, it was also really important that I wanted to display my work. I wanted a place for clients to come, feel safe, warm, and have just this like inviting space, but also open up this whole new kind of avenue in my work that I became really passionate about. Um, Because again, a lot of the photography I did, I would do like outdoor boudoir. Mm, And being in Vermont, we have very like significant winter seasons. It's so cold. (laughs) I mean, you know, being Uh in Michigan. Totally. Yep. And it was like, I really just wanted this space where I could just have control over the environment, not do on location shoots as much because sometimes coming into a client space, um, it's just nice to be able to bring them into your own space. Yeah. You never know what you're going to walk into. You don't. (laughs) And then to put the pressure on them, you know, allow them to have the space to come out. Okay. So I know you've only had your studio for a year, but how long before you did that, did you actually start your business? Sure. So I am going on close to 10 years of being okay, so uh, for a in while, photography yeah. business. Yeah. And I was I was dabbling part-time. I actually used to work at a hair salon. So I started off kind of like reception and then I moved up into management and then I moved up into a role that I loved, which was employee development. So mm-hmm. I was always helping students and, and women specifically pursue their own passions and do what they loved. Um, and the time came for me to just say, you know what, I need to I need to do what I love and I need to take my own advice. And after a few years of being in that business and human resources, um, I decided to go full time and I took a few months off and I actually um, ended up managing a fine art photography gallery for a couple of years. And I was watching a YouTube video with Brooke Shaden on, and it might've even been creative live. And it pursued me to, to look into fine art galleries and just, sparked an interest. And then I ended up working in a fine art photography gallery and managing the space for a couple of years. And again, just realizing it was time for me, I felt that safety net, Mm. even when I didn't have one. That's kind of how I work. Um, And I just took the leap, opened up my own business and gave myself the permission and just took that, took that on. And it's been amazing. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, once you got your studio, did things like really change a whole lot as far as pricing or genre or, you know, how did, I I know you said you moved more into like only photographing women or whatever, but I know you do more than just boudoir. So maybe just kind of tell us about that. Sure. And also to go back to, I think I looked over this part. So what actually got me into photography was having my own maternity photos taken when I was pregnant with my daughter. Oh, nice. So that I would always hide from the camera. I did not feel confident. I didn't feel like what I saw reflected back to me looked Mm. like me and it would often like lessen my confidence. So Mm -hmm. when I got my pictures back from my maternity shoot, I fell in love. I felt beautiful. I was so grateful. Um, It changed my life. And then we would have photo shoots taken by a local photographer every, you know, couple times a year. And then when she stopped taking photos and and went back to a different career path, and I I knew that I needed to teach myself. So I'm a self-taught on Pinterest photographer, got my own Mm -hmm. camera learn the ins and outs. And that's kind of what took off. That photographer must have really done an amazing job. And it's so great that you had that experience because when you know what that feels like, I just feel like you really want to give that to other people. Exactly. That's my why. I felt it, you know, and I understand the vulnerability aspect. I understand Mm -hmm. the trust aspect that there's a lot of trust and vulnerability in the person that's photographing you. And that's Mm -hmm. why I have really become so passionate about taking care of women again whether it's like family photography and just holding that space because that's what I needed and what I still need in areas of my life Mm -hmm. I think it's just my purpose it's my passion and I lived it so yeah I love that okay so and then now going back to once you got your studio did things change or you know how did things look different in your business sure so I really don't think anything changed. My pricing stayed very similar. Um, so Sue Bryce really just sparked my interest back when I first started photography. Yeah. And the portrait system classes helped me so much with my pricing structure, really showed me that 
you know, you don't have to start off not charging and doing things always for free, but to really mm-hmm. honor yourself, honor your clients. And when I opened up my photography studio, my pricing didn't necessarily change. Um, but what did change was that I felt like it gave me the space to express myself in different creative ways. And I mean that by like, as women, I feel like we're so multifaceted. There's so many Mm -hmm. different parts to us. There's the sensuality, there's the mom, like the lover. So I look at all these different parts of us as women and I really want to nurture that. And so with the studio and also with my own personal life, I was able to like help women walk that path as well of like reclaiming their sexuality, sensuality, becoming more comfortable in their body. Mm-hmm. And I get chills when I talk about it. Like my whole, like, it just lights up of, you know, like the women, when they walk out of the studio, it's like they have this yeah. weight lifted off their shoulders and they're so excited and lifted and they felt beautiful. Yeah. That's when you know you're doing things right. When you can see that energy shift, you know, you, you can tell when someone's done, if that was a really great experience or not. Oh, right. And they walk out yeah. and they say, I'm on cloud nine. Like, I feel like I could take mm-hmm. on the world today. And it's like, it's, and I call it like a reclamation. I got it tattooed mm-hmm. on my arm for my birthday because it's just oh, such cool. a big thing of like reclaiming that power, reclaiming that self-love, your yeah. unique beauty and really celebrating that and just holding space for women to celebrate themselves. Yeah, for sure. So you s- started out, I mean, okay, so 10 years ago when you started in the, the wedding business or whatever, I'm assuming, I'm just trying to figure out like at what point when you first started portraits, did you start out charging industry standard, like off the get go? No, I didn't. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I think it was like way back when we started the shoot and burn on a disc, like a CD and maybe like a hundred dollars here and there. And I definitely did some freebie shoots just for friends. And just, I think like we all do in the beginning, just to kind of see what we're, what we're made of, what we're capable of. And um, Mm -hmm. just kind of that feeling. And I think, you know, maybe I'd done like a $400, maybe $500 for a shoot and with mm-hmm. a CD. And I'm, I'm not sure when the shift happened, but I also, I have this belief as well that people want to invest in something they love and value. Mm-hmm. And by owning your own kind of self-worth and owning what you want to charge in that self-respect and the respect for yourself and your business you're welcoming in clients who also have that same level of like respect and they want to invest in something they love and they, they feel empowered by purchasing something that they love. Mm -hmm. And you're also doing them a favor. And I've actually had women who I photographed to reach out and say, thank you so much. Like, thank you for this because it's really nice to see artists who aren't afraid to charge what they believe that their like time and art is worth. Isn't that funny? We get so nervous to raise our prices. And then we have our clients coming back saying like, thank you for charging me $2,000. <laughs> it doesn't it seem strange. Yeah. yeah but it's, yeah. it's, yeah, it just gives you that opportunity to really invest in something that's so important because it's that equal exchange of energy respect. And mm-hmm. I love, I think Sue's talked about that before too. It's that give and take. And it's just, I think of like this well-rounded experience of giving you something that you love and then being able to accept it equally in, in return. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay. So as far as genre wise, I know you said you do a lot of boudoir now, and but do you, are you still doing family shoots and, you know, the things that you did before, or is it just straight boudoir now? So I love this question. I'm sure you've heard many times you photograph what you love, right? Mm-hmm. And for me, again, this huge part of my life is my children. I have two kids, an 11 year old and a three year old. Um, my daughter was my muse of why I got into photography and being pregnant and like wanting to Mm. capture her. So she will forever be my muse. And then now that I have this little guy, it's, it's really just wanted me to capture the tenderness that a woman shares with her children or Mm -hmm. the quiet moments that it doesn't always have to be silly and playing in photos too, that I love to capture straight on eye contact, timeless, like in the feels photos that just kind of stop you and you're like, what is it about that? So it's actually really turned into mother and child and then boudoir. And I think, again, those are the things that are really close to my heart of exploring sensuality, um, being comfortable in your body and knowing that it's okay to express yourself that way. As, as women, I feel like we're often shamed Mm 
mm-hmm. and that you need to ask permission to share certain things about yourself. So I, I really want to be the permission for women, the cattle, so like push them into that and then also bring on that soft, tender side of motherhood. So it's really now segueing into mother, child, and boudoir. Are you doing these in the same shoot or are these completely separate shoots? Like if a woman comes in and wants, you know, like how does that work? So it's always been separate. It's kind of, I've never actually put them together. Well, okay. I didn't, that sounds really bad. Like I know you're not doing boudoir while the kid is like right there. But you know, sometimes, (laughs) like sometimes I will have either the dad or the partner or whatever, take the kids away you know, and now it's time for just mom or have mom come first. And then someone bring the, brings the kids later, like for the family shoot or whatever. So that's what I was getting at. Like, I didn't think that you were, gotcha. you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. So typically with my outdoor shoots, like if it was a family shoot, what I've always done in the past, like with maternity or, you know, a family session is dad would take the children off so that mom could have some private space. Okay. And again, like a specific example of that recently um, was a woman I did a shoot for, who is going through some personal struggles and she really wanted to connect with her daughter. So we did like some really beautiful photos with her and her husband, her daughter. And we did those two separately with her and her daughter to allow her to connect. And then dad took her daughter and we did a lot of like solo session. It it wasn't boudoir, but it was like really allowing her that space to connect back with her body. And and I love, I was listening to the last podcast about the woo-woo of like, deep breathing and like connecting with the body and the spiritual aspect. And I was loving the last podcast that episode that I listened to, because that was also talked about of like the spiritual energy woo woo stuff that I so believe in with sessions, like magic happens when the camera comes Mm up. And I, again, I get chills talking about it. It's like this portal of some sort that opens up when your camera comes up and you can see what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just this, amazing magical experience that I don't really ever find words for. Now, Megan, a lot of people are very uncomfortable being photographed. It's a very vulnerable thing. They don't know what to do. Like my client today, she was like, and and it's funny because I did her maternity photos and she came back for personal branding and she's like, you know, I don't know what to do with my hands. And I was like, oh, Isabel, you know, I got you. Like, you know, you've been through. And she's like, I know, I know, I know. I just wanted to remind you, you know, and, but of course, as soon as we started and I told her what to do with her hands or whatever, you could just see the tension releasing, which was great. But like how, okay. I feel like when the camera comes up, people are like, so what are you doing to make it turn into magic? Because it's, I know it has a lot to do with what you're doing. Sure. So specifically, I think a lot of my clients are surprised during family sessions because when we show up, it's it's really building a connection prior as well. You know, mm-hmm. the email correspondence, the, the Zoom calls, the phone calls of planning. And so we're always very familiar and it's almost like I become best friends with all my clients. I think that's something you yeah. build that relationship. And I'm very open. I'm also very vulnerable and honest with them and express how I know how it feels to be photographed. So just it's one of those things too, where I feel so confident and comfortable creating that safe space. So it's Mm -hmm. first creating that safe space with children, you know, again, segueing back, it's taking care of wardrobe. I do offer client wardrobe for all of my clients, whether that's boudoir or family. So it's something that I've done over the past few years. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. And it's really making sure that mom feels safe. And I always say, Hey, I remember what it's like when I had my pictures taken, it's stressful you could be with your spouse, like some stuff can be happening before your shoot. But when you show up, just trust that I got you. So it's like they show up, they're able to take a deep breath. They're able to relax for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, And I always let them know that like, I got you, you're safe. And I always pose all my clients. So if it's a family shoot, I'm always going to put them in the best lighting, the best pose. Mm -hmm. And then I unpose them. So as my camera comes up, I'm talking to them. I'm having them interact. I'm asking them to sing. They're going to be talking about their day. They're going to share stories. And I'm walking around them documenting that moment. So it is a posed moment, but I unpose them. Um, And that's where a lot of the beautiful, natural interactions come from. And same with boudoir. Yeah. Yeah, Same with boudoir as I pose everybody. And yeah, I just, I create that space. So posing is, it's huge. It's huge. People don't know what to do. I mean, unless they're a model or they're just used to being photographed. So I know that is a huge piece to being comfortable. But there's something about the wardrobe. I was just looking at your Instagram and 
you know, there's something really nice about knowing that they're going to have clothes for you. But how do you manage that whole client wardrobe? Like to make sure you have something for everyone or what if they don't like what you have or, you know, how does that whole piece work? Yeah. So I offer a wide variety of different sizes and then, you know, specifically boudoir, it's extra, extra small, all the way up, I think like 4X, 5X -hmm. and just really offering beautiful pieces that are so versatile that like, I know photograph beautifully, women feel Mm -hmm. comfortable in them. So I usually set up a pre-consult. So we kind of go over styling and I love to go over color palettes with my clients and just kind of see like what they're, what they're feeling, things they like, things they may not like as much. And specifically with like the dresses and different pieces I offer for family shoots, everything is so feminine, flowing, long, there's lots of fabric. And again, everything is so versatile within sizing. And a lot of my clients see the work that I put out and see the images that I share, and they kind of know what to expect um, with regard to what my client wardrobe is like. And they actually are really excited about it. And I even have some clients say, select some things for me. When we show up, I'll try them. I trust you. I just give you full trust. And it's so... I'm so honored that they trust me in that way. Yeah. Totally. I love that you're setting the stage and doing that pre-consultation, especially if you're providing wardrobe. Gosh, that's so important. And it's like you're ready when they come and they feel confident. That's it's I think that's a really important part to having this kind of like client closet or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, I really love that. And then the other piece of it is when you are kind of styling them for the most part, I feel like you're attracting the clients who like your style. And so therefore, you're going to have like like-minded <laughs> clients with, you know, how you tend to like to photograph. Like you said, flowy and that sort of thing. If that's what you like, then that's what you're attracting. And it's really funny because I literally live in workout gear, black leggings, like I'm as simple as they come. And uh-huh. so my client wardrobe does not reflect my own personal style at all. The color palette does for sure, because I love earthy tones. I love kind of like minimalistic, you know, color palettes. Right. And I think what my clients also like, we both share that is they are thrown out of their comfort zone a lot of the times as well. And they say like, oh, these are so beautiful. I wish these are things that I can wear. Or even we like push the boundaries a bit and some of the outfits might be a little bit more risque or, you know, they're just so excited to try something new and play. And it's really a fun opportunity for both of us to play dress up. And I'm not, you know, opposed to any like other types of styling. If my clients want to, you know, purchase something, I always send them like my best references and things that I've had the best luck Mm -hmm. with. Um, And I just walk them through just to make sure all the pieces are very cohesive. And we have a lot of fun styling with the kids I always say dad or like the partner gets like the easy route because there's usually always something in the closet for dad. And um, yeah, just making sure that she feels beautiful and giving her options that, and it doesn't even have to be dresses. It can really be anything that she feels beautiful in um, that reflects her personal Mm -hmm. style and how she ultimately wants to be seen. Are you including this in your marketing? Because I always say how important it is to include the things that people are stressed out about when it comes to photo shoots. For example, doing my own hair and makeup. Okay, and I'm generalizing. Not everyone gets stressed out about these things, but sure. the majority, I would say, of my clients and people I speak to, friends, family, whatever, it stresses them out. Doing my own hair and makeup, what am I going to wear? I don't know what to do in front of the camera. And I think it's so important. I do it all the time. I'm including all of these things, that these services that I provide to my clients within my marketing, in my social media posts, on my website. Are you, do you feel like you're including that in your marketing or is it just surprise? I'm going to do all of these things for you once they inquire. Yeah. I mean, I always feel like there's other ways to like express it more, right? We could, I could always put it out more. I definitely do talk about it a lot. Every session consultation, I go over everything that's included. Um, you know, when you actually book your shoot, it's all laid out of like what's included in hair and makeup. Even before that, Megan, like mm-hmm. I know like, once they do do the consultation with you, they're learning about it. But do you think you're getting more inquiries because you're talking about these things in your marketing or have you not even gone there yet? And once you do that, you're going to be even booked even more, but you know, like, yeah, no, I, I for sure think that I could talk about it more. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, the big thing that I always talk about in my marketing is creating that safe space where everything's taken care of. Okay. 
mm-hmm. myself going through multiple photo shoots, you know, years of having my own photos taken. I love to work through personal experience of knowing how I felt and the things that maybe I stressed out about, maybe I overplanned about, and I take my own personal experience throughout all of those life situations. And I, I just kind of like think of how my clients might feel. Yeah. And I still overplan. I overpurchase. I stress myself out. I have my own photo shoot coming up in two weeks. I'm actually driving to Florida with my kids. Uh-huh. And I didn't really plan anything. I'm winging it. I'm so excited. Yeah. I haven't been photographed with my kids for, I don't even know, eight years. Oh my gosh. That's a long yeah. time. So just yeah. taking that personal experience of things that I would stress about. And that's what I try to share with my clients. But um, I definitely think talking about the client closet more and, and expressing those things would be amazing. Yeah, I think you should. Okay. I really do. Because I think that that's such a really great piece to it where it's like a pain point for someone. Right. You know, I talk about this a lot in my marketing workshop. It's like if you can hit those points for people where they know, are you serious? You have clothes for me? And if they like your style and what they're scrolling and seeing, you know, through your Instagram or your website, I feel like that could even push someone over the edge yeah. to book if they're like on the fence. Yeah. Um, and just talking about posing and how you tell people exactly what to do and talking. And it sounds like you already talk about it being a safe space, but. Yeah. I mean, it's just, yeah, it just seems like it's such an amazing service to offer someone, you know, to offer your clients that I would put it out there a lot. Yeah. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about just how you structure things when it comes to pricing and product. I know you said you, now that you have the studio, you like to hang your portraits and just you know, show what you have as far as products and that sort of thing. So tell us a little bit about your pricing and we'll talk about product in a second. Yep. So my photo shoots are $500. Uh, What that includes is all of the consult time. I do lots of planning with my clients on location. If they want to do something Mm -hmm. outdoors, like if it's a family shoot, we do styling, we do all of the pre-planning to get to know each other. And then we also, again, it includes the client closet, which is either for boudoir or for, um, the women and family shoots. It also includes some of children's wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And then typically my photo sessions, you know, I would love to say I keep it short, but I am one of those people who I, I love to overshoot. I spend a lot of time with my clients and I would say on average, it's like an hour and a half to two hours. Two hours could be on the longest end, um, but anywhere from one to two hours for a session. And again, that's shooting time for boudoir. That's not too crazy long. Yeah, I always, I'm always thinking I overstay my welcome and I'm like, I could do this forever because I love it. <laughs> I feel like that's pretty average. Okay. Cause good. I do, good. I do, you know, six outfits in an hour and people are like, dang, like that's, oh, that's faster than, you know, yeah. but I would, I would say in like hour and a half to two hours is probably the, a very typical amount of time. I would think. That's yeah. good to hear. I always yeah. think that I, I'm one of those people who overshoots and just holds my clients in forever. Um, and I look at <laughs> well, them. Well, if they're still leaving so excited. Yeah, we have like, so much fun. Yeah, then you're not holding them too long. I feel like when you your clients are leaving looking tired or just like, ugh, you know, that's when you know it's too long. <laughs> no, you know, it was good when, you're, when the kids are like, that was the best time. Can we do it again? Can you come to dinner with us? And when dad's like, Aww. like that was cool. I'm like, okay, job well done. We're great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Okay, wait, maybe for family, like two hours, like if it's, you know, kids there the whole time for two hours, that might be a little, you know, they might, it might be a little bit on the longer than average size side. But if it's working for you, like who cares, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But for just one woman and boudoir and all that, I don't, that doesn't seem very long. But Yeah. Boudoir shoots with, with boudoir, I do offer hair and makeup. So that does um, extend the session a bit longer, but that's a service yeah. I love to offer for, for the women that come in. And I've never really specifically offered it for family shoots. And, but I always tell women as well, it's like, I'm going to get my hands in your hair. I'm going to mess it up. Like I have a specific way of shooting where when people get their hair done, we always laugh about it because I mess it up and it's in their face. Um, you know, we always laugh too, because I use a leaf blower and I'm oh, like nice. creating, creating Smart. wind and I've got my camera up and it's, it's hilarious. We're always laughing. And A leaf blower. Do you hold it yourself or do you have an assistant there with you? I hold it. It's like a two, not wow. even like a two pound leaf blower. And I'm like, one hand here, I got my camera up That's and it's awesome. And then the kids also take it and they're like, I want to do a picture of mom. So it gives mom the opportunity to yeah. laugh and 
have a portrait taken from, you know, her child's yeah, blowing her hair around. And yeah. So good. Okay. So $500 is to get in the door. And then do you have packages from there? I do. So this is where I've, I've fluctuated over the past few years, similar to like the portrait system and what Sue offered was the folio box. So I've dabbled in the folio box. Um, I've created a reveal wall with actually within my studio, which I'm actually going to be moving to my new space. Um, and the reveal wall isn't even necessarily for the folio box anymore. It's just where I have a lot of my work hanging. So my clients can come in and see themselves and, um, check out all the work that we've created over the past few years. But I no longer offer the folio. It was fun for a while, but it wasn't something that I really truly connected with, I think consistently. Mm -hmm. So I do offer, you know, digital collections because I feel like even though I'm so connected to tangible work and art myself, that not everybody is. So I like to offer that option. Yep. Yep. And then I offer like heirloom albums. I love to create beautiful, timeless, like keepsake pieces for people to be able to hand them down and like allow kids to have these books too and these albums. And a, a little story is my daughter a few years ago, she randomly one night had a seizure. Oh, so random. Scary. It was one of those moments in life where it just, it stuck with me. It still sticks with me. Um, and all I wanted to do was take her portrait because I've, she went back to my ex-husband like within a day or so after that, just the way that our family is and the way that that works. But mm-hmm. she um, went home with him. And that whole time, all I kept thinking was, I have to take her portrait. Like I have mm-hmm. to take her picture. So immediately when I got her back, like that's what we did. I set her up and I took this picture. And right now she's hanging in the living room and it's like a 30, I don't even know, like a 30 by 40 wall portrait. Yeah. And I always express to my clients of like, what is the first thing you look for when something happens to a loved one? Mm-hmm. You look for photographs. So digital photographs and collections are great, but I do love to express that from a personal story. Again, taking my own life experiences and weaving it into my clients, like just natural conversations with them of like, this is why this is so beautiful and why it's so important yeah. and and cherish. And, and also to have photographs of you. I think that's something that Sue also talked about is, she would instill it in everybody is to like have photographs of yourself. Like you're mm-hmm. deserving to be photographed and like giving your, your kids that gift as well. And that's why I really want to connect with women and like instill that in them. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Oh, photographs really are so important. You're right. That's what we go to. That's what mm-hmm. we look for, you know, when something happens or even to celebrate someone too. Exactly. Photos, you know, photographs. Ways. Mm-hmm. You always go back to that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you were saying you, now you have the digital collection. So how do you price those? Uh, my digital collection, I mean, it started off at 1500 and I then, you know, I increased it. It was like 2000, 2800. Right now it's at 3,500 for my full digital collection. Wow. That's good. Yeah. Um, on average, I deliver, I would say between 50 and like 70 images, fully edited, mm-hmm. high resolution to my clients, full printing rights. Um, I mm-hmm. release that to them. Um, and then I really, again, love to work with my clients and kind of see what they were excited about, you know, digitals, wall portraits, again, my personal story of loving to see my daughter hanging on my wall. Mm -hmm. Um, I offer large wall art and then I also offer some collections that contain, um, an album as well. So they range in prices from 2,800 all the way up to in the 7,000s. Um, and I do have a handful of collections there. And I would say like my average sales are around 3,500 to 4,000. That's awesome. Yeah. Very healthy sales yeah. average. Yeah. That's great. How often are you shooting per month? Sure. So on average, I take about four to five clients a month. Um, okay. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. And I would say some months it's higher, some it's lower. I don't have like a certain cap right now where I'm like, okay, I'm cutting this off or, um, you know, some months it might be two sessions. So just with the ebbs and flows of business and whether I'm taking time off, I love, I love being able to have the freedom of taking care of myself and my family. And then also not overbooking myself so that I can't keep up with client demand or Mm -hmm. product delivery and editing. So it's really important for me to kind of get that balance of life and work, yeah. which I think we're always trying to figure out. Uh, so true. Yeah. <laughs> it is very important though, because if you, gosh, if you get to a point where you're overdoing it all the time, it's, it's brutal. 
it's brutal. So mm-hmm. that's good that you had that balance. Well, okay. So speaking of marketing, then how are you getting you know, four to five clients in the door who are like, yeah, I'm ready to spend $3,500. You know, what's your, what's your best way that you market? I definitely think it's referrals. Mm-hmm. Past clients are amazing. So I do have a lot of past clients that come back and I can't stress enough either that I would say 95, 98% of my clients have come with me from the beginning journey all the way up to where I am now, years later. And I've never had anybody express anything about the price increase. They're like, we love you. Tell us where to go. We want to be with you, which is mm-hmm. what can what else can you ask for? Like, it's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I've had that experience for the most part too. And, yeah. and for the clients who didn't come with me, like whenever, it's, okay. it's not like they were like, how dare you raise your prices? Right. You know, if they just didn't come with me, you know, which is and fine. A part of just accepting that too, that it's totally okay. And you still Mm -hmm. can just, it's, yeah, it's all good. And I totally Mm -hmm. understand. I also have a private Facebook group of nearly 2000 women. At first I treated it like a separate business. I would, so I would joke with my mom and say, oh my gosh, it feels like it's like a 40 hour a week job, right? To keep up (laughs) with it, to keep it going. Uh I know a lot of people are like, oh, I love Facebook or I hated it. And it actually came, I started the group in December of 2020. So or maybe it was 2019. I honestly, yeah, it was 2020. So the year of COVID. Mm-hmm. I also had my baby that year. Um, oh my life gosh. was wild. Yeah. And I intentionally started this Facebook group that December, and it's a community for women to come together and just have a, a safe space to connect. I feel like we don't often have that place to connect. So mm-hmm. we've built a really beautiful community there, and I've gained a lot of beautiful clients from there. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So another thing I wanted to ask you about, Megan, is having like multi-genre, even though it's not, I guess I want to say they're not so different, but they kind of are, you know, mother and child is very different than boudoir, even though the mother's involved or whatever, you know, the woman's involved. How do you deal with this as far as marketing and you know, do you have two separate Instagram pages or website, you know, for family versus boudoir? How does that work? So glad you asked this question. I feel like in the photography community, it's very much choose your niche, narrow it down. Don't share too much of like the mixed genres. So for me, I kept thinking, oh, great. Now I have to create a new website for for boudoir. I have to create a new Instagram and Facebook because people are going to be so confused and wondering what this is. Mm-hmm. And I want to break the stigma that you need to you need to separate it because ultimately when you're living in your purpose and when you're photographing what you love, it all for me blended together because it all segued back to the woman. Mm-hmm. And again, mm-hmm. the whole thought of multifaceted, think of a diamond. There's so many different parts to the woman. And I think within, you know, the style's not too off. It's very similar and cohesive style with boudoir and the the family work that I do. Um, and again, bringing the soul focus back to the woman and mom, everything just flows. And I wanted to let other people know that you don't have to split up your your business. You can, mm-hmm. you certainly can. And I know that that works for so many people. And yeah, I just feel like yeah. paving the way and just saying like, photograph what you love and then it can stay cohesive. Um, mm-hmm. Again, being all about the woman and everything that I do yeah. too, even with families and with like mother, child, they're there is this very feminine, sensual aspect to the photography where it's it blends for sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it's nice to not have to separate that. I've never separated it either. Like I think in the last right. couple of weeks, I've posted seniors, personal branding, a reel of seniors, a reel of personal branding. Like they're totally different, but I just don't care. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of my personal branding clients will come back and have their uh, high school seniors do their photo shoots with me. Or like you just heard me say about my client, Isabel, from this morning. Yep. She did her maternity with me. She started a new business or she, I don't know, no, she didn't really start a new business, but she switched into doing financial advising. She was doing something else before. And now she needed photos for that. And so how would she know that I did personal branding if I didn't tell her and show her? Exactly. You know, it's, um, yep. I have no problem with it whatsoever. So I'm, I'm glad it works for you too. And and it lessens the load of not having to do a new website and a new Instagram and managing multiple Instagram pages. And it's just like, ugh. So that's awesome. Absolutely. I'm glad that works. Yeah. Yes. Very cool. 
as far as I want to ask you one more thing about the the marketing with your Facebook group. I know you said at first it felt like a 40-hour job and everything. Were you going to say that it's not quite as intense now or is it still a lot on your plate? Yeah, it's not intense at all. Okay. In the beginning, I think it was understanding the importance of the group, connecting with all the people there, responding, really nurturing uh, the growth of the community. And now it's as if we're family. Everybody interacts, um, shares, comments. A lot of women use the group for advice. So it's not even necessarily mm-hmm. photography related. It's building that safety and trust within our, our community. And it's just yeah. been flourishing where the group really takes care of itself now. And so I love sharing my work in there. It's where I share a lot of my boudoir work as well. So it is private. So, you know, there's definitely guidelines of like safety and making sure everybody feels safe within sharing things in there. Yeah, I, it almost seems like, you know, getting it started it might be one of the more difficult parts, but once it's moving, like you said, other people are going to share their experiences. Or like if someone does a shoot with you, are they coming back and sharing their photos? Or, you know, like what is the the gist of the conversation, I guess? So uh, really what I do, so every time I have a shoot, I love to share in there as well. Um, okay. So a lot of yep. my clients yep. give me permission. So I'm sharing boudoir, I'm sharing, you know, as I'm delivering galleries, like we do like, fun behind the scenes gallery reveals as Mm -hmm. I'm sharing with clients, I'm able to share in the group. Yeah. We do a lot of live interacting. So I'll go on there and I'll go live in the group of, and it's very unposed, unkept. Mm -hmm. It's very real, real everyday life to life, mom talk, woman talk. And there's also a lot of like silliness in a way where like women sometimes feel like they can't talk about certain things. So we're in there joking around. It just really builds that sense of community. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. it also gives women an opportunity to see who I am and build mm-hmm. that trust in me as a person and as a potential photographer. Yeah. So it just naturally allows people to connect and then it connects with my work. Um, and then that's, again, I think that's where the majority of my clients come from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people need to see you multiple times, like a lot of times before they're going to book you. and. I feel like giving that, like having that Facebook group gives them the opportunity to, like you said, interact with you and see you and get to know, like, and trust you. It just seems like a really great way to really, um, like you said, build trust and have them decide like, okay, it's time. Cause sometimes it takes a while for someone to decide that they're going to book, book you for a shoot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, seems like a really great avenue. I love it. Love, love, love. One more question about products. Who do you use for your printing labs, for your albums, and for uh, wall art? Sure. So a lot of my prints come from Miller's. I've used mm-hmm. Miller's as like a tried and true for years with prints. I've always had great luck. And even when I you know, offered albums in the past with weddings, I would always use Miller's. And especially because of the beautiful quick turnaround time, I've always had, again, great quality, great turnaround time to offer that to my clients. But there is a new album company that I really want to work with. I've ordered my first sample that I haven't received yet. And that's, uh, I believe it's a company based in Canada, the the Boudoir album. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So they just offer really beautiful covers, just very fun, very unique options. And so that's something really specifically for my Boudoir clients that I'm excited to offer. Nice. Yeah. It's so important to love the products that you share and to be excited about it you know, cause that's what you sell. <laughs> if you're excited about it, you sell it. So very cool. Speaking of another company I love is Graphy Studio based out of Italy. So I, oh, yeah. they're yeah. amazing. The journal that they have, it's a really beautiful, like the Sequoia leathers, it's hand bound yes. wrapped up. And I yes. always like talk to my clients about like, you can think of an old school vintage album and you open it up mm-hmm. and it's like the handmade paper and it's, I do offer this album as well, and it's stunning. It's just a completely different option. I think, is that the one that was designed for or with Sue, I believe? It's like super soft leather. I, I'm pretty sure it is. I love that album. It's so I love pretty. it so much. Oh, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Graphy overall is just really, really amazing quality. And I've been to the castle and saw oh the gosh. just everything, you know, where they create the everything. So it's awesome. Well, very cool. Thank you for sharing all this. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I still have a couple more questions that I always sure. ask at the end of each episode. And the first one is, what is something you can't live without when you're doing a photo shoot? 
Okay, I'm huge on whatever comes up first as a thought is what I'm going to share. So the one thing I can't live without is the quiet connection time I share with my clients prior to a shoot. Mm -hmm. And specifically for me, I get really excited. I get really, you know, it's not a nerve, the nerves, it's just excitement, anticipation. And I know how my clients are feeling coming in as well. So for me, it's so important to take that quiet time. I physically sit with my clients. We face each other. We have a conversation of why, you know, remind me of why you're doing this at this time in your life. Why is this important to you? And how do you want to feel? Mm. And then we always right prior to shooting, it's like, close your eyes. I do it with them. Take a deep breath and like relax into it and just allow me to take care of you. I just took a deep breath when you said that. I'm like, okay. (laughs) (sighs) It's so nice. And I do it for myself too, because again, we're so excited. We're so up in our heads and out of our bodies in those moments that it's like, I really cannot live without taking the time to connect with my client, allow them the space to be nervous and excited and scared and and then bring it back in their body and just allow them to relax and allow myself to relax. And then we just connect. Mm, so great. All right. Number two is how do you spend your time when you're not working? I love this question. <laughs> okay. You're going to geek out with me for a second. I'm a roller skater. Oh, and yes. So I've been roller Amazing. skating since I was two. My favorite, favorite thing to do other than photography is to roller skate. We travel all oh, across yes. the Northeast and travel. My daughter was on skates when she was two. My mom was on skates when she was two. My grandmother. And I always say, if I could open up a skating rink, that's what I would do. Oh, like, it's the best. Yeah. So we yeah. love to roller skate. And then we also love to go hiking, like with my kids and be in nature. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yes. Our barn, and we're finally about to put cement floor in our barn slash studio slash workspace slash all of the things. And I cannot wait to roller skate in it. We're designing it in the way that I will be able to roller skate around the perimeter. And I am like, yes, this winter is going to be amazing. (laughs) It's so freeing. It's like this free thing. And if you don't do it, you don't quite understand it, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's incredible. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. All right. Number three is what is a photography product that you think is a must have for photographers? Um, I really love to work with light and shadows. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, having a space where you can really be next to a big window and just use natural light. Natural light is the best accessory for photography. Mm -hmm. So even being in a studio, being able to work with the natural light, I think is like the biggest tip that any photographer, like that's like, that's what you need is to really understand how to work with natural lighting as, as beginning, you know, starting out in photography. So that's something I could never live without. As far as a photography product. Yeah. I'm like trying to you think don't of have products. Yeah. I'm so simple. Like I have one camera. I've got three lenses. I love my 35 millimeter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm such a simple shooter that I really love to, I love the lighting. That's what gives me all of the, everything I need. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm very simple too. Yeah. Very basic. I mean, V-flats, I've I've created my own. I think, again, and that allows you to work with the natural light. So, Yeah. I had a client come in last week for personal branding and she was like, I'm just kind of blown away by how very like simple and basic your setup is. And I was like, yeah, well, that's, you know, it's just like what's always worked. She's like, I'm not saying, like, I don't want you to think I'm saying this in a bad way. She's like, you know, I had headshots that were provided by my company mm-hmm. and we all hated them. She right. was like, they had the fanciest like lighting setups. Like it was this huge thing. And she's like, I just looked shiny and I, it looked like I had a double chin and I normally don't like none of us liked that our photos, which is why I'm here. And she's like, and then I come in and you're just like, so it's just, you don't need a lot. She's like, I know your work. I know I'm going to love my photos. Like, right. You know, so, and that's not to say that if you know how to use your lights properly and you're using Mm -hmm. a great, you know, a big studio light setup, like, of course, you know, I'm not trying to say that you can't, you know, you know what I mean? I just think it surprises people. Yeah. It's just knowing what to do and how to use the light that you have. Right. I mean, I would love, my whole dream was to like, uh, like with Felix, I was like geeking out on the lighting courses and stuff and like with Sue and. I mean, that's a total dream. I'm just not quite there yet. You know, I love working Mm -hmm. with what I have. 
Yeah. And I yeah. love that people get surprised by the simplicity because it's really the vision that you have as the artist afterward where you create that magic. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. All right. Number four is um, what would you tell people who are just starting out? So a big thing that even gets me emotional right now too, it's reclaiming your personal power and really, really honor yourself and don't lessen the value of something you provide because you're new. Mm-hmm. Again, it's that give and take, give what you have, honor your clients, treat them with respect, give them a beautiful product and do yeah. not feel guilty about receiving an exchange. Perfect. And the more you respect yourself, and again, it goes back to honoring your clients. It's that give and take. Yeah. Well said. I love it. Okay. Uh, Megan, where can people find you online? Sure. So MeganMariePhotographer.com is my website. I'm on Instagram at MeganMarie underscore photographer. And again, I do have the VIP community on Facebook. So it's VIP, MMP VIP community. Also have like the standard Facebook page, business page, Megan Marie Photographer. Sweet. Yes. Easy. Nice. Thank you. This has been great. I appreciate you and everything you talked about. And yeah, this is exciting. Yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so honored. Again, I've, I've followed you and Sue for years and this is just like a, a beautiful way to just like, I don't know. I'm just very honored and grateful to be here with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the Portrait System Podcast. Your five-star reviews really help us to continue what we do. So if you like listening, would you mind giving us a review wherever you listen? I also encourage you to head over to SueBriceEducation.com where you can find all of the education you need to be a successful photographer. There are over 1,000 on-demand educational videos on things like posing, lighting, styling, retouching, shooting, marketing, sales, business, and self-value. There's also the 90-day startup challenge plus so many downloads showing hundreds of different poses. We have to-do checklists for your business, lighting PDFs. I mean, truly everything to help make you a better photographer and to make you more money. Once again, that's SueBriceEducation.com. It's time for me to tell you about this episode's sponsor, Fujifilm North America. If you haven't experienced portraits and wedding scenes created on the large format GFX system digital camera sensor, you are missing out. Along with up to 102 megapixel resolution, you'll find rich colors and gorgeous in-camera looks. There's also AI-driven subject detection and 8 frames per second bursts inside the compact GFX100 digital camera. Hit the link in this episode's description to view the products. It's time to dream big in your creative process.